Will and Christian in the morning. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Will and Christian in the morning, uh, remote edition. Um, I'm Will. Welcome from home. I'm Christian. Yeah. Uh, and today and we I'm have, a, yeah, we have a very special <laughs> guest. Special you may have guest. heard him in our past shows. He was a frequent caller. Uh, James from the Berg. Jimmy, how you doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys doing? I'm pretty good. How about you, Christian? I'm I'm pretty good. Um, how's your week been, Will? It's been good. Um, I feel like the uh the days are starting to kind of blend together, being at yeah. home like this. But you know, I'm still trying to be productive. Um, still you know, trying to live life as usual. It's been going well so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just sort of sometimes it's a little difficult to tell what day is which. I mean, it's a little easier now that we're like doing classes and you know getting into the groove of that but like before yeah. that it's just like what's today wednesday oh, i thought it was monday it's like you know i don't really know like what day it is but i can keep myself entertained uh jimmy how's your quarantine going well um for me i can do my classes whenever i want um really all just it's all either recordings or um you know just busy work so this week oh, wow. just felt like spring break with homework, to be huh. honest. Huh. That's interesting. Okay. I feel like, I don't know if I'd like recorded classes better. Like I'm kind of, as much as I don't like having to like sit down for them, I, I kind of don't mind having like the live class because uh, it feels like at least like there's some normalcy to it. Like I'm back at school. I don't know. Yeah. But... Yeah, I get that. I find it like a little hard to focus online because like I could just turn my camera off and like go on my phone or whatever. That's true. I do I do that a lot. That's that is true. <laughs> I do that quite a lot, maybe more than I should. But yeah. um, I mean, what? No, never. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Yeah. I'm gonna turn up my um, mic a little bit. Yeah. There we go. Oh, I had a um, I did internship interview via Microsoft Teams the other day. How did that go? It's exciting. I think it went well. It was just uh. It was a little strange because, you know, I was dressed up in, like, you know, a nice button-down and a tie sitting in my room. And then the guy I was talking to, he had, like, a headset on wearing, like, a sweater with, like, some holes in it. <laughs> and nice. it was, I mean, it was pretty good. Uh, I think it went well, but it was just a little strange doing yeah. it, like, remotely. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, you've probably never seen it, but there's this one ESPN commercial where this guy comes on, does his segment, and he's just wearing like a cutoff shirt Ugh. and a tie, and then they like pan out the camera when the segment's done, and he's just in his boxers, like, <laughs> and he has like this long mullet that you never see. <laughs> it was a f- funny ESPN commercial back in the day. It was pretty funny. I've uh, I have seen people talk about how they've been going to class with no pants, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> like. <laughs> I was like, uh, hmm, maybe I should do this interview with no pants, but I was like, yeah, probably not. You're living on the edge. Um, <laughs> but so today we have a uh, we're gonna have a very in depth discussion about uh, Marvel and the MCU films because we really we've talked about them before. But um, Jimmy, I I know you're a big fan, and we haven't really yes we haven't really had a big discussion before. But before that, mm. um, we have a couple uh, pre show topics as always. Things are still all canceled and delayed, but um you know we're still keeping up on stuff um so the first thing is that i want to talk about this new netflix show that i just finished the other day um my dad told me about it he had watched it uh it's called lock and key and it's based off a 
graphic novel series. Um, and basically it's like Stranger Things mixed with like a series of unfortunate events slash like Harry Potter slash like Narnia. It's um, a fantasy show, fantasy show. Basically the, the main premise is there's these kids uh, and their dad has died. Uh, so they move to their like ancient family estate uh, and the kids kind of start finding these keys that do magical things. Like there's a key that can take you anywhere in the world. There's one that like takes you into like this mirror dimension. There's, there's a bunch. And so they, they start finding these keys and they start getting into trouble a little bit. Um, but yeah, I watched, uh, I threw it. It's like 10 episodes, um, but it's really good. It's uh, if you like fantasy, it is um, definitely like a show for you. There's a lot of cool like effects. Um, the characters are really great in it. Um, and it just got renewed for a second season, I think. Uh, lots of twists and turns. But I was surprised. I went online and I saw people like trashing the show, and I was a little confused because I enjoyed it. It wasn't like perfect, obviously, but I found it to be like an entertaining, uh, you know, pretty well done show. Um, but Is there anyone famous in it? Anyone not really. It's a lot of the kid from the kid who played Georgie in it, like the new It movies, is one oh, of the main yeah. characters. Which is funny because like he's kind of in a similar situation where they're coming up against like supernatural type things, and he just like ends up screaming and like he does basically the it screaming voice that he does in that movie. Um, but besides that, there really aren't too many like big names. Um, Interesting. But yeah, well, I kind of like that though because like I can yeah, get more like, invested in the characters if I'm mm-hmm. not just like, oh, this is this actor. But and you could discover new actors and say, hey, I like this person. Definitely, like yeah. There's a kid them. who plays the um, like the main like older brother teenager <laughs> who I really liked in the show. Um, yeah, definitely. So highly recommend uh, checking that out if you get the chance. It's a it's an easy watch and it's a it's a pretty fun watch. Yeah. So um more a little more pre-show news uh before the whole lockdown i did get to go see um both onward and sonic the hedgehog so i could talk a little bit about them um onward was i thought it was a very good movie um a couple i've seen some people kind of not really talking but still saying like oh it's like just another pixar movie it's they're like oh pixar's getting stale um, I don't think it was like the best Pixar movie, but it was definitely really, really good. Um, I think Tom Holland and Chris Pratt have great chemistry. Um, it's all about, you know, like family and brotherhood. And, you know, I got out of the theater and I just wanted to go like hug my family. Does I thought it was a, it was a very good movie. Does it fit into the Pixar theory? <laughs> um, I think like we were kind of talking about during that episode that it could be like, all like post brave when there were magic there was magic and now it's just sort of well, like their is it on magic. earth um i don't know it doesn't really say it, like hmm. there are no humans it's all mythical creatures okay but it's like all like mythical creatures with like human like um qualities i guess and magic is sort of you know not, no one does magic but uh chris pratt's character um i forget his name but he is a big magic fan because he plays basically like the D &D of that universe i forget what it's called but um so he's kind of like a geek like that and so he knows all these magic spells and all that because he plays you know the the D D of that universe but it was a very good movie 
Hmm. Excited um, to watch highly, it. Cause... Highly recommend it. It's coming on Disney Plus sometime in a few days, early April. Yeah, in a few days. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog. I <laughs> going into this movie, I was like, it's gonna be like bad, but it's gonna be funny, and I think it was like so ironically funny that it was kind of unironically really good. Okay, if that makes any sense. So I thought, um, and I agree with a lot of people. I think Jim Carrey was fantastic in this movie. I thought Ben Schwartz did a good job as Sonic. He was very quippy, which I liked. And none of like the pop culture references were too stale or like cringy. Except he does floss twice, which oh, I do no. not like. But um, that's not that bad. Even like now. James Marsden, you know, the king of um, anthropomorphic CGI animal friends. <laughs> um, he actually did a pretty good job, I think. Um, so it's sort of about it's about like Sonic and Tom. That's James Marsden's character, and they're helping. He's helping Sonic find, like, find his way home. And um, it's sort of Tom is like a cop of Green Hills, either Oregon or Montana. I want to say Montana. It's like a small county, and he wants to be a big time cop in L.A. And so he is all about like, oh, I want to help people out. And then Sonic's like, oh, I want you to help me out. So it's like he's sort of fulfilling his goal, even though it's like this weird hedgehog alien. And then Jim Carrey's Dr. Eggman is just trying to hunt him down. He's like employed by the government, but he's also kind of like crazy. Uh, Jim Carrey's very funny. Um, It was like a good movie. I was really surprised like how much I enjoyed it, like unironically. I mean, obviously, like. It was like, you know, it wasn't like a great movie, but it was it was pretty good, better than I thought it would be. So I would did, recommend that as well. Did he do a um, meow? He actually, I don't know. I forget. He might have, but I don't. I don't know if he did. That's all I want. <laughs> Weird. But um, and I think the redesign. Oh my god, it looks so much better, and. It's just sort of like the way he moves and the way like Sonic fits into the rest of the movie, I think is really good. But yeah, it's very good. Nice. Highly recommend both of these movies. Nice. Um, so I feel like we can, um, I'll mention this quick and then we can move on to the last big point. Um, you guys, you guys have seen into the spider verse, right? Oh yes. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm a big fan of that. And Jake Johnson, who plays Peter B. Parker in the movie, uh, just recently, uh, announced that he was gonna let people like email him and he was gonna give um <laughs> like personalized message voice messages in character to kids who are stuck in quarantine so i think that's really cool that like um he's kind of like trying to help out when people like people might be scared especially kids uh and especially a lot of kids are a fan of that movie so um getting like a message from spider-man would be pretty cool um and i know yeah, some other People besides the celebrity imagine uh, that stupid thing. Um, some people uh, have been doing fun little stuff like uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. They just recently put out a video of them like reenacting a scene from Shaun of the Dead where they're talking about like getting ready for the for quarantine and stuff. And it was it was, that was cute. So like stuff like that. I'm, I like seeing that. Um, and then one big point. Something very big. Um, Community, 
is coming to Netflix this again. April 1st. Ooh, this again. <laughs> it's just, it's you a, know, a recurring topic on this show, this a, community. For a good it's reason. Like, it's the, whole, <laughs> the whole reason we have the show. But, um, so Community is moving to Netflix. I don't know if it's moving from Hulu to Netflix or if it's going to be on both. Yeah. But I think this is an interesting move. I think um, well, all six seasons are going to be on Netflix, and I think maybe this could inspire enough people to watch it, especially now with this quarantine, to make a movie. Let's hope. Six seasons in a movie. Well, I, I think, like, Netflix is a good place to have the movie, like a Netflix original movie. Um, I yeah. know, like, Alison Bria said that. She thinks Netflix is a great place to make a movie. Um, we'll see. But I'm excited. And once it, it'll be on April 1st, go watch it. You can do your Netflix party and watch with a bunch of people. Um, yeah. If you can get it to work. <laughs> if you can get it to work. We've had issues lately it. using yeah. Netflix party. <clears throat> but... No, I'm excited. Hopefully, it's not an out of season. Well, it would be. It would be in season. April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah, but apparently but it's real. We'll see. Right. No, I believe them. Yeah, no, I believe them. All right, and with okay. that, let's move on to our main topic. Um, how should we start this? Um, Jimmy, you are a big Marvel fan. Yes. I might even call you our residential Marvel expert if. Matt Weiler is our residential Star Wars expert. I call you our residential Marvel expert. So, um, when did you like? When did you first get into Marvel? Were you a fan from the beginning with Iron Man, or did you like? What was like the first Marvel movie that got you into the the MCU as a whole? So, um, believe it or not, one of my favorite Marvel movies uh, actually came out not too long ago. Um, uh-huh. it came out like not not super long ago. It Shazam. I don't know. If you know that <laughs> Marvel movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> uh, that's really what got me into Marvel was uh, Shazam. No, I'm what kidding. a great! <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. You get it because it's, yeah, it's DC. A joke. Yeah. comedy guy over here thank you thank you but um yeah i would say um i i saw the movies uh when i was younger but i didn't really know which movies belonged where you know like i saw iron man i saw Mm -hmm. fantastic four i didn't really know that they weren't all like connected i didn't know that there was a setup where there would be a connection um Mm -hmm. but you know once like avengers came out like the first one then you realize like okay they're building something here then you know you had to go through you know a couple bumps along the road uh but then you finally saw where they were heading with it and it just you know started ramping up from there Hmm. yeah uh, (laughs) sorry i just like read something that i think jimmy put on the doc I'm not gonna do that. Um, I have a specific memory. Um, so my mom was has always been a big Marvel fan. She like had the comics when she was little, and she watched like you know the the old cartoons like the Spider Man cartoon or the X Men cartoon. Um, so the first specific memory I have with Marvel is going to see the first Avengers in theaters. Pretty sure it was in three D. 
in 3D because yeah. we couldn't. It was I don't know. It might have been in 3D, but that was like back in 2012. Like I first saw it in the theaters. That was I think my first Marvel movie, and I really liked it. And but I don't really remember when specifically I like got into the rest of it. I just it was sort of like gradual. Like I started seeing. You know, we would all go see marvel movies together like you know we saw the x-men ones uh, i saw deadpool with like my three friends and our moms because we were 16 and we couldn't go see our movies by ourselves <laughs> um uh what else yeah like we just like started watching marvel movies like we all we would all go to the theater whenever a new marvel movie came out we go see it and then immediately we'd like get home and like go look up like the Easter egg video or like the, the the fan theory video, like what's gonna what's coming next. So I have a lot of great memories with Marvel. Huh. How about you, Will? Mine, I used to like really not like Marvel. So <laughs> I think the first Marvel film I saw was the first Avengers movie in theaters, also. But I saw it at like this dumpy theater that like was it was not a good experience and i'm not sure why we even went there but i went there like with my neighbor friend and um i was like okay this was fine i had no idea that there were like five other movies before that that were bringing it all together i just had heard people say oh this movie's a really big deal and it's really good so i went and saw it and i was like okay whatever and then i don't think i got into the movies until i saw the first Guardians of the Galaxy, which I saw when it was on like Stars or HBO or something, and I, mm-hmm. I really liked it because it was. I know it's definitely different from all of the other Marvel movies, and I'm a big sci-fi guy, and I like Chris Pratt, so um, I really liked that movie. And I saw like a couple others, like again, like on TV as they like would come out. Like I saw Ant Man and like a couple others. I watched Civil War because I wanted to see Spider Man, and so I didn't understand the rest of it, but. <laughs> uh I, my friends what sorry oh sorry no i just just like when you said civil war seeing spider-man that like brought up like a specific memory I don't, but i don't want to interrupt <laughs> okay um i but a lot of my friends like in high school were big marvel fans so and i knew that the guardians were gonna be in infinity war so i was like all right i guess i should just watch these all from the start and i watched through them all and i like fell in love with it and then after Infinity War, I watched through them all again before Captain Marvel and Endgame. Um, so, like, very quickly, I, like, latched onto them and really mm-hmm. became a really big fan. So, yeah. Yeah, I remember when you said Spider-Man, I re- specifically remember it was back before Civil War was released. I remember I was really, really excited for Civil War. Like, I bought the original, like, novelization from the comics mm-hmm. of like the actual, I never really ended up reading it. I got like maybe five pages through, but um, I was like really excited for everything. And um, everyone was like, Oh, I think Spider-Man's going to be in it because you know, he was a big part of the storyline in the comics. And I remember specifically, I was when the second trailer for civil war came out, when they revealed Spider-Man, I was at school sitting in the stairwell with uh my my friend sarah uh who was also a pretty big marvel fan and we were sitting in the stairwell at school like after school and we were watching the trailer and as soon as like we heard like the thwip like when iron man says underoos yeah and then we hear the thwip and he grabs his shield like we just like we were screaming we were so excited <laughs> so that's a, that specific memory just came out 
So like I was really excited for Civil War and I was really excited for Infinity War and Endgame, obviously. But uh, yeah, did a lot of good memories with some good friends. So why don't we do? This is gonna be reminiscent of our very first episode, our top five. Oh yeah, throw. So back. we can all like go. We can do like five, four, three, five, four, three, two, one, and like explain mm-hmm. why. Yeah, we can like have a good discussion. Yeah. So we each of us uh, wrote down our top five favorite Marvel movies because what what uh, Jimmy likes to do a lot. He likes to um, rank, you know, the entire MCU, and you know all, all twenty two movies. 23 movies sorry but um so i was like maybe we should do that and he was like ah that might take too long so we all are gonna do our top five so why don't we start with jimmy what's your number five we'll go down like you're all doing five number five yes will's five my five then you're four and we'll move on okay so what's your number five so um my number five would be guardians of the galaxy volume two um and the reason I picked this, I actually didn't like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies when they first came out. Um, but that was only because I watched the first, like, ten minutes of the first one when, you know, Peter's mom died. And I was, like, very confused on what was happening. I just decided not to get into it at all. But uh, then I, you know, I sat down and I watched them and... I actually like Guardians 2 more than Guardians 1 because mm-hmm. I, I think the soundtrack is better. I think um, there's actual loss in the movie, you know, with uh, some of the characters. Uh, I'm sure I could, you know, name drop because if you haven't seen it by now, you know, with the... Uh, what's what the guy's name? Mary Poppins. Yes, Mary Poppins. Um, yes, Yondu. That's what I thought it was, but... Um, you know, there's there, <laughs> there's actual loss in the movie, like, and uh, like you know the the whole thing with ego that was interesting too. Uh, I think uh, it turned out to be like a bigger threat that kind of got canceled really quickly. Uh, so that's one of the downsides. But besides that, I think it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I, I feel like I like two less than one just because I wasn't. I like the soundtrack and I like, like the visuals and everything, but I just wasn't <laughs> a big fan of like the jokes. Uh, like I felt like a lot of them like yeah. just didn't work for me. But I still like. I know. Yeah, a lot of people don't like you know Drax in the movie and Mantis, but mm. I think I think there you know some of them there's good humor behind it if you just you know try not to take it too seriously. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, who's next what's your number five me yes okay um my number five is captain america wait for it the first avenger all right so i feel like this is probably an unusual pick um but uh i like the phase one movies um uh not all of them but most of them and (laughs) um uh one of the reasons that i really like the first avenger is just because of the like setting of it i really like the style of this like uh world war ii like past but it's also futuristic like the feel they did with that um i really like all of the characters i like howard young howard stark um peggy carter is one of my favorite mcu characters um 
I really like seeing like Cap before he gets like all jacked and like seeing because you really only see that for like a little bit. Uh, I like Bucky. I like everybody. Um, and the villain is like okay, and the last act of the movie is like just okay. But mm-hmm. the first like half hour of that movie uh, is like some of my favorite MCU like of all time, and. I feel like a lot of people, I mean, most people go straight to like Winter Soldier, which I also like, but I feel like uh, First Avenger, we that's really the only time you see like a past like that. Uh, and also Star Spangled Man is the best song in the entire <laughs> MCU. <laughs> yes, so that is my number five. So my number five, I do want to preface this that I haven't seen a whole bunch of these MCU movies in a while so this is just like what i remember is like what i remember liking the most so i don't know how accurate this will really be but whatever so my number five is actually the first guardians so Hmm. i like both of the guardians movies i think they're pretty similar but Mm -hmm. i would put guardians one over guardians two because of like what will said what what you guys said like um it's a little a little more serious and a little less comedic i like i think that most of the jokes in the first one hit for me um i kind of like all the guardians in this movie more than in the second one um like like you said about drax like i don't really like drax in the second one i think they sort of took a good character and sort of made him into a joke and him with mantis like it's just too much comedy for me like I really like in this movie how it's like Drax the Destroyer, but he's not really threatening in the second one. So I, like in I this think, movie, um, that's a that's a fair point. But in the first one, you know, his ignorance is what caused a lot of problems in the movie. Well, I think that's like, I think like him not really getting, you know, like analogies and references like that. I think that's like a good thing of comedy for him, and. I liked how he was sort of like, oh, he's fighting Ronan because Ronan killed his mother, his wife and his daughter. So he has like motivations mm-hmm. and like emotions. And then like Gamora is also, you know, fighting Ronan to be free. So she, like, cause he would torture her and Nebula and like the kind of dynamic she has with Nebula. I like that. Star-Lord is... You know, he's sort of teaming up with them, but, like, he, you know, has his mother that he lost, uh, Rocket and Groot, um, you know, they're banding together because Rocket and Groot don't really have a family, and Rocket really, like, mm-hmm. resents everyone, be- and, but he really doesn't like to be alone, and then they have a family, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think the soundtrack is really good. I don't know if I would say it's better than the second one, but I just think it's a really good soundtrack. Um, I do think that Ego is a better villain than Ronan, but yeah. still, I think just overall, like, the whole, I just kind of like the first Guardians better than the second one. Not by okay. much, but that's my number five. Okay. <laughs> so, on to number four, are we keeping the same order? Yes. yes. Alright, so my number four is Iron Man, the first one, of course. Um, Classic. You know, it's you know, it's really where you started off. Um, it's it's another one of those movies like with the uh, the big switch in it where 
someone you trusted turns out to be the main villain. Uh, and I really liked how they had it all. Like, everything was connected, uh, even though you didn't pick it up at first with the whole uh, bombing of, you know, when Tony Stark, like, the, the, the convoy got bombed and everything, that it was all set up purposely like that. Um, mm-hmm. And it was just, like, a great way to start the MCU in general, in my opinion. Definitely. I I think this is a... I remember when I decided to watch through all of them, <laughs> and I watched Iron Man, and, like, I wasn't really expecting much. Um, mm-hmm. I had only ever seen, like, commercials. I The most, like, one that I remembered was the one with the like, little kid, and he like, jumps in front of him and shoots the guy. He's like, good job, kid. I think that was Iron Man Two, right? What's an Iron yeah. Man Two? So I would always like see that commercial. I'm like, all right, this looks dumb. And like I, I watched yeah, Iron Man I... Two was dumb. Yeah, well, no, well, I don't like okay. Iron Man Two. Um, but <laughs> it was okay. The first, but the first one I watched through it, it was like definitely, it did a good job of making something grounded, but also like this futuristic tech and stuff, and have it make sense yeah. and like, um, be a good like jumping off point. It wasn't too create like outrageous or like crazy or anything but yeah and i think it did a good job with the whole training of iron man because like a lot of movies you just see people just like instantly pick up their powers like yeah not to just mm-hmm. bash my number five pick but you know quill instantly was able to uh beat um ego using the same tactics that he studied for millions of years you know i never even thought of that that is yeah true. <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's another movie that kind of this all right christian kind of <laughs> i don't want to hear it the powers i oh, don't want to yeah. hear it no Which she trains <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so, talking about captain marvel of course his favorite not, not a big movie. fan of that movie i mean it's not like, you know, the first Avenger, he didn't instantly get all his powers all at once or anything, but it's okay. It's okay. But he was These aren't meant to be uh, 100% realistic movies, okay? <laughs> yeah, but, um, you know what? I disagree with that. No, I'm kidding. But my number four is going to have to be Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, um, classic. So Spider-Man is my favorite superhero ever. Um, Mm -hmm. I liked seeing him in Civil War, but obviously he didn't have like a a major role in that. Um, but Homecoming is like really where obviously he starts to shine, even though I feel like the movie doesn't always feel like a typical MCU movie. It kind of like, sometimes it feels like MCU adjacent, even though it's not, but, um, I love the setting of that high school setting and seeing like a young Peter Parker who isn't completely, uh mature or like in tune with his powers like <laughs> i like that literally all the time he's just texting happy just wanting to go, like go on a mission it felt like i th- i was in high school and i watched it. I, it felt like very relatable just him going through normal high school stuff Ooh, while also yeah. getting to like be a superhero and that's always like a fun little thing to like think about like what would you do if you were like going to school and had these like powers <laughs> um also the villain is uh, amazing i love the vulture michael keaton and spoilers uh the twist when i saw oh, that that's one of the best twists fantastic. i think in the mcu um just so much like tension and tom holland doing that frog face um, <laughs> like it's i think that 
twist is amazing because it's going straight from like a montage of him and Aunt May like getting ready for prom or homecoming, sorry. And then like as soon as he opens the door, <laughs> the music just stops and then it's Vulture. It's, yes. And you're like, you're not sure, like, oh, did he just like kidnap Liz or like <laughs> That's crazy. It was uh, that was a crazy twist. That's I agree. That's probably my favorite twist in well, I'm one of my favorite twists in the MCU. Also, like this movie so my parents aren't like big marvel people like i my dad would like come see stuff with me like when i'd go see it but he's he's not like a a huge marvel guy and my mom isn't either but and like sometimes i'd be at home watching a movie and my mom would like make comments about it she's like oh this is dumb but homecoming is the only one that she genuinely i feel like enjoys because i've watched it a couple times with her in the room and that's the only one where she gets engaged and watches it (laughs) um but yeah, I uh, I really like this one. Um, it's definitely got a different feel than the rest of the movies. Mm-hmm. So my number four is also Spider-Man Homecoming. Nice. Um, I think that Will pretty much said uh, everything that needs to be said. I think Tom Holland as Peter Parker is great. Um, I really like Ned and like some of the other supporting oh, characters. I love Ned. <laughs> love Ned. Um, there was... I don't know how I feel about the Tony Stark is kind of Uncle Ben kind of situation. I would I like mind. to see Uncle Ben, but I think it is a good with like how it is in the MCU. I think Tony and Peter's relationship is really good. Yeah. Um, I like Aunt May. Uh, I I larb Aunt May. <laughs> um, what else? I think Happy is pretty funny. Uh, what else? I like some of the uh, some of the side villains. I think like how like Shocker and like the Tinkerer are just sort of like yeah, they're just sort of like there. Oh, and our boy Donald Glover's in. Oh, it too. and Donald Glover! Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Donald Glover setting up Miles Morales, dude. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I think that also fit in well with the movie. I just think like that whole scene with uh, Spider-Man um, interrogating. Um, Aaron Davis, he's doing like the interrogation voice, and he's like, "Oh, you're not the uh, the guy at the, you know, at the deal." He sounded like a little girl. He's like, "What? I'm not a little girl. I'm a boy." I'm, I I'm forgot. Karen. Oh, Karen. Karen. <laughs> oh, I love that. Spider-Man's computer voice or whatever suit yeah, voice. I love. That. I wish he would come like, back. Yeah, it's just like that whole scene when he's like stuck in the facility and he's just like. You know, trying to entertain himself. Yep. <laughs> and he's like talking to Karen. And he's like, "What do you think about Liz?" You know, stuff like that. I also uh, um, really identify with the scene where he gets a mild concussion. <laughs> uh huh. In the truck. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes you will. Um, <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, lot. Spider-Man: Homecoming, number four. Nice. All right. So number three now. Yes. Um. So number three, I have to put. Uh, Avengers Endgame, uh, which, you know, by far is one of the most uh, hyped up, like, best movies in the MCU. Um, And I, you know, I loved it from start to finish. The only reason it's at number three and not at number one, uh, I told Christian this the other day, is because I think the first hour kind of ruined a bit of the movie like the overall because the second hour and the third hour are fantastic 
but that yes. first hour just kind of drags on and you just want to get going to where you're going i think it would have been cool if they released you know like uh the first hour before endgame um mm. and then had the next two hours so then you go into the movie and you watch like those two maybe even make it two and a half hours uh but they release like that first hour like in the uh months leading up to endgame to try to uh like get you going in the right direction or something i don't know but i just i think you know when it comes to a three-hour movie it's not all going to be perfect and it's it's pretty big when one-third of the movie is kind of disappointing no i feel that yeah me too like i i get that i Mm -hmm. think that's a valid but it is a great movie like the the two-thirds definitely make up for the the one-third which is why it's so high out of 23 movies yeah. Yes, it's a very good wrap up for everything. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess we'll transition to my number three, which is also Endgame. Really? <laughs> um, so uh, I was very much on the hype train for this movie because Infinity War blew my mind. Um, and I've, Christian knows about this. I feel like I've talked about this on the show how I spoiled the entire movie oh, for geez. myself. So. Yep. I right after yeah, Infinity War came out, I like wanted to know what <laughs> happened in the next movie, and I knew okay. online on Reddit there's an entire subreddit for Marvel spoilers, um, where they find leaks and stuff. And sometimes it's fun because leaks will come from like random sites that are completely fake and like laughable. Um, I remember there was a leak for the, the what the trailer was gonna have, and it was gonna have uh, Nebula and someone like fist bumping and Hulk like. <laughs> training for his rematch with Thanos <laughs> um, and like saying my rematch is coming it was going to be dumb but obviously that didn't happen but there was a massive document that showed like tons of set photos and like people trying to connect the dots um, of what was going to happen in this movie and like being a part of that experience was a lot of fun even though I ended up spoiling myself for the movie um, because by the time I went in I had pretty much known exact i wrote a document predicting what was going to happen and i got the first half hour pretty much almost 100 percent down (laughs) and the only thing i didn't know was who died and then i got spoiled by someone like in public um so i knew pretty much everything but i still really enjoyed the movie it's not my number one or anything because i still had problems like you said the first hour is kind of slow I did like it, but I did not like how much stuff happened off screen. Like, especially Hulk. I was really upset with that because they were really teasing this whole big arc between Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame of uh, Hulk and Banner kind of like hashing it out and like fixing their problems. And then it all just happens off screen. Yeah. And like, you knew right when Steve Rogers was like, you need a really big brain. You're like, okay, it's it's Professor Hulk. Like, you knew right away. And I knew that Professor Hulk was going to be in the movie, but I really was hoping for some... Some explanation. Something different. (laughs) Yeah. And I Um, I don't know how they would have done it with the five-year gap, which I also think was too big of a gap, but... Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, That could have been, you know, in the the pre-release, you know, like I mentioned that we should have had. Yeah, you're so smart, um, Jenny. Before, you know, before Christian gives his number three... uh, you know, you you were going predicting uh, a lot for Endgame, 
me and Christian actually talked a lot, and we predicted four out of the six original Avengers, like how they would play out. Um, really? Yes. Yeah, we uh, had a long conversation about. I remember that, but like, yeah, what did we say? Last, I don't remember last exactly year. what we said. It was about like a year ago this time. So we. Yeah. I I don't remember all four. Um, I'm trying to like. I knew there was. I knew we got four out of six, and that was pretty impressive. I'm pretty sure we definitely said. Uh, like spoilers alert we definitely said iron man would die um yeah we said that we said um we said professor hulk Mm -hmm. um and i'm pretty sure we said that black widow would die Um, i think oh wait 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 i think we said that um black widow would like sacrifice herself to make like a hulk come out because I think we, it was, that would have been cool. Yeah, we, I think like, that was one, either for Infinity War or Endgame. I remember we were like, oh, like Hulk we like played on that idea, but it yeah. was overall like we knew she was gonna die. And then yeah, the fourth, we really like I forget, I forget what it was, but we really. Well, I think we said I think we said Captain America. I I was I, like we either Captain say, America or Iron Man will die. Yeah, we said yeah, and then we one said. We definitely said that Iron Man. Or I'm pretty sure I said that Captain America would get like a happy ending if it's a time yeah. travel movie, which he did. Because <laughs> um, that's we we all thought it would uh, time travel would be a part of it. Yeah, and we yeah. just really didn't care about Hawkeye, and that's how the movie ended too. They didn't care about, <laughs> they didn't care about Hawkeye. Oh, that's the truth. <laughs> I don't know what we said. <laughs> I don't know what we said about Thor, if anything. Yeah, it was tough to predict him. Uh, I think we thought he was. Uh, I don't know. I can't oh, remember. Sorry. It was a year ago, but yeah, yeah. I right, am also so like a... Oh yeah, sorry. Oh Go my ahead. bad, my bad. No, no, no. I, it wasn't anything important. Well, I was just gonna uh, ask Christian what his next movie was, but yeah, um, yeah, that's fine. That, it's it wasn't not awesome. Endgame. It's actually oh. Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, I right. think that um, now again, I haven't seen the first Avenger in a while, but I think that's a good movie. But like Winter Soldier, I just think is such a good movie. Like, I mean, obviously, I love the Russo brothers. Yeah. Um, I think that the action is just like so sharp. Um, I like Falcon in this movie. Usually, I like to kind of, you know, rail on him and like pretend that I love him. Like I remember. <laughs> I remember uh, in the theater when we saw Infinity War, when Falcon died, like me and my brother were like, no, Falcon, oh my god. Like we were just kind of like, <laughs> I didn't care up, like, about oh, it. We were, well, yeah, we didn't care, but we were like acting like we were. But I kind of liked Falcon in this movie. I thought he played it well with Steve. Uh, I liked how Steve was sort of adjusting now to being in the present. Like I liked the little list that he had. Um, I, I thought that. The Shield Hydra twist was another fantastic twist, along with the Vulture twist from Homecoming. Especially if you had Agents of Shield in two. Exactly, like that. The Shield Hydra twist in Winter Soldier, like mm, transitioned to like one of the best, like of Agents of Shield. (laughs) Like no spoilers for that, but like it was that just made Agents of Shield that much better, which is a great show. It's on Netflix. You should all go check it out. Yes, new season Um, this summer. I thought uh, the Bucky twist was good. I mean, we all knew, like, oh, Bucky's the Winter Soldier, but just, like, from Steve's perspective, it's just crazy to think, like, that was his best friend who he saw died, 
Mm-hmm. And now his best friend not only died, but died like back in World War Two. So he's like seventy years later, and now his best friend who he died who died like way back then is back. So he Steve like not the only one from his time period now. I mean, um, Captain Mar- in Captain America's you know reference. So he died like last month. You know, <laughs> like well, he didn't yeah. have a lot of time That's to get true. over. It. <laughs> yeah, but like. <laughs> But also, like, there's no one, no one else from his time period. Like, everyone else is from the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Black Widow in this movie. Oh well, yeah, Peggy, but she's like super old. That's true. Um, and she doesn't really remember things well. Mm-hmm. Um, I like uh Black Widow in this movie. I think she and Steve have a good chemistry. Um, I like Nick Fury, even though like everyone does. Even though this was like another time that he, this is like the first of many that he died, quote unquote. But yeah, they, like, they cool. like faking deaths in the MCU. Yeah, oh, but yeah. like I just really think like the action scenes are like some of the best in the whole MCU in this movie. God, I, I just I just really like this movie. It's definitely got the best like hand to hand combat. Yes. Um, oh my god. For sure. And like it you is- know. The whole, the shield hydra twist having artem zola like living in a computer i thought that was cool um i like the scene where they're at the apple store (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) or like when they're on the escalator and um uh natasha's like kiss me it's like kiss me uh kissing or what's she saying like public displays of of affection make people uncomfortable there you go yeah they do And plus, and it's got like, a Danny Pudi also. Oh, Danny Pudi, yeah. And just like how Black Widow is like also trying to hide, like help Steve find a date. So like, you know, they like push Agent Sitwell off the building, and then she's like, "Oh, what about Karen from accounting? Oh yeah, she's fun." So it's like it sort of like goes back and forth, and they're just kind of like cute like that. Yeah, so right. very That's much like this movie. And I Fair think enough. Jimmy is wrong for not liking this movie as much. I do like, like this movie. I just it's yeah, but it's like number fifteen five. on your list. First time I watched top it. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's like half, more than half. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first time I watched Winter Soldier, I did not like it, but it was also because I did not sit down and watch it in one sitting. I was like watching it piecemeal, like over a couple days, so I was really not paying attention. <laughs> but then when I watched it like later, I liked it. Okay. Yeah, All right, fair enough. Movie. So now for our number two movies. Um, I'm sure none of you have this in your top five, let alone your top two. Uh, but my number two is Doctor Strange. Wow. Okay. I know you love this movie. Yes, I'm a very <laughs> big fan of the Doctor Strange movie. It introduces a whole new dynamic. Uh, it's like it's nothing I've ever seen before. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch plays Doctor Strange perfectly. Um, the struggle that he goes through, you know, with, you know, like, <laughs> he had that whole dynamic where he was just trying to find answers, uh, and, you know, he, he ended up defeating one of the, not really defeating, but he made a bargain with one of the gr- most powerful villains in the MCU, I would say, um, which is pretty yeah, impressive. Sure. Uh and you know it definitely wasn't like it definitely was nothing close to one of those fights where the the hero is just you know overpowering the villain like in winter soldier 
you know. Yeah, and I'm pretty yeah. sure like it's been confirmed that Strange was like bargaining with Dormammu for like a thousand years or something. Yes, something like, like he, that. <laughs> he, I'm pretty sure they said like he died like like thousands upon millions of times. Like yeah. it was in, it was insane. Like and like each time he died it was something different like that was pretty cool too <laughs> like he started putting up fights and then he'd be like you know what like who cares like i'm just gonna die anyway and come back like <laughs> it was interesting it was interesting yeah. um but yeah uh what, what's your number two well my number two is infinity war um okay so this movie <laughs> This was probably my best Marvel theater experience ever, and not for the reason you might think. Um, I know a lot of times, like on opening night of a movie, people fans will like cheer and go crazy, which I absolutely hate. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can't stand cheering when I'm watching. If I like watch, you ever see like those reaction like videos on YouTube after like of the theater people cheering? Yeah. No, okay, I like I, I like those because I'm I've already seen the movie, but uh-huh. um, but when I saw Infinity War, I this was one of the first times I think Black Panther was the first one after Avengers that I'd seen in theaters because I was gonna see it in anticipation for Infinity War. Mm-hmm. So this was really one of my first me really wanting to go see this at the movies, and I went with like ten friends to this new movie theater with like recliner seats and like it was all cool. And we were all really, I went in knowing nothing uh, and just everything blew me away. Um, You know, Red Skull showing up that there were gasps uh, there. There was only one time people clapped and I was like, okay with it. Um, And just the ending was one of the strangest and like best experiences I've had. After the movie ended, we all turned around and lost it. And I feel like everyone in the theater was doing the same thing because no one expected like what had just happened to happen yeah. uh, my one friend was crying because spider-man had died uh, <laughs> and it was just insane and that's not the only reason i really like it i i like the pacing of this movie better i like the stakes better than endgame even though i really like endgame um i also really just like the character interactions uh endgame did a really good job of pulling out characters we hadn't seen in a while but it was about like the original six who I don't care as much about. <laughs> um, I really liked seeing like Spider-Man and Dr. Strange and the guardians and Iron yeah. Man all interacting together. It was like a dream come to, it was a comic book come to life on the screen. Um, I love Thanos as a villain. He's one of obviously one of the best MCU villains. Just everything they did for me was perfect and exceeded my expectations. <laughs> so that's why it's my number two. So, could I ask real quick, um, you said the whole part with, you know, the audience applauding, and mm-hmm. it, it does get really annoying, and I didn't, I didn't really get to watch a lot of the MCU movies in theaters, like, I always just waited, uh, but when I went to see Endgame, like, everyone was so annoying in the theater, but when, Did you, uh, did you see it together, Jimmy? I saw it first with my friend Ethan and his brother, oh, yeah. and that was I a... Think... T- that was like a 12 o'clock showing oh, no, no, no. of I a three-hour movie. That was torture for me. I had to wait a whole week because it was finals. And oh, yeah. I wasn't able to get it. I was supposed to go with my then-at-the-time girlfriend because she had got me a ticket, but I had oh. acapella practice that night. Um, yeah, screw acapella. 
so I couldn't go. Uh, so I had to wait a week after it was out, and I had been majorly spoiled by then. So and there was yeah, no one like it, the people in the theater were like didn't really care either. They were just like, just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, for Endgame, right? That's what we're yes. talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I um yeah I saw it at twelve o'clock at night, and it was a three hour movie. So that's uh, true. Yeah. I had a, a lot of caffeine that night just to make sure <laughs> that I was able to stay up. Yeah. But I was gonna ask, did in Infinity War, like you could kind of tell like when audiences are gonna clap, you know, for exciting <laughs> scenes. So mm-hmm. you know that scene where Black Panther is like, "Get this man a shield." Did, was there like a big audience reaction for that? No. So the the biggest audience reaction for me was Cap showing up at the train station, which okay, I was like, okay, the one I expected and the one I would have been completely okay with was Thor arriving in wakanda yes, i was ready to clap yeah. for that and nobody did and i was like okay really <laughs> I think but someone someone yeah a few people clapped for the train station cap and i was like whatever uh, <laughs> all right yeah. all right and so christian, christian what's your um what number two yeah number two yeah it's also uh infinity war okay great um, minds think alike <laughs> yeah so i yeah like that was also like a great theater experience um like i was really just i was so excited to see this movie and just like leading up to it i was just so excited and that was like you know like it was towards the end of senior year of high school so it was already like oh we're not doing a lot of work you know i'm going to be graduating so it's just a lot like going on so like it was a good it was a good time for me overall i think and you know i saw it with my friends i think i saw it I don't know if you were there, Jimmy. I think I saw. Uh, no, it with, I didn't. I saw it with my brother, with I Matt didn't see it in theaters, Weiler, no. and I think Mike might have been there. But then also, like Sarah and her boyfriend were like up. They were in the same theater, but they weren't like with us. But Andrew. just like, yeah, Andrew. Um, <laughs> but like, I just like I. In some cases, I like um, the clapping because, like, I really get into that and, like, I get really excited. Um, But just, like, the craziest part of that movie was just seeing, like, how as soon as Thanos snapped, how just how dead silent the audience was for the rest of the movie. Just, you know, like, when they're, like, clapping really loud for Cap or, like, clapping really loud when, like, Thor landed. Like, I think I got big applause for that. But, like, just how completely silent. Um, I think I did hear a little scream when Bucky died because <laughs> Sarah was a big Bucky fan and she was really really upset that Bucky died and I remember telling her beforehand just like messing with her I was like oh yeah Bucky's gonna die in this movie which I hadn't I didn't know who was gonna die but I was just like I just knew she really liked Bucky so I was messing with her and I was like oh yeah Bucky dies and then like she came out I saw her outside the theater she was like bawling crying and she was like she was like, I don't want to talk to you. I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was a great, I mean, you guys said enough about this movie. It's fantastic. I have, I have a question for you, Christian. What's so that? how was, did you see it like opening night? I think, I believe I did. Yes. How was um like the day before, were you nervous about spoilers? <clears throat> I was yes i was very nervous about spoilers just like going on like the explore page on instagram i was really worried about i don't think i got spoiled for infinity war like i mean going in i knew like okay 
Thanos, people are going to die. But it was just sort of predicting, like, who we thought was going to die. Yeah. But, like, I don't think I actually spoke, got spoiled. <laughs> um, well, I I think I saw it. The day, you know how they have, like, the, the opening day and then, like, the day before is the real opening yeah, day? Yeah, yeah. So I saw I it the day I... after, like, that real yeah. opening day. And I remember I went to school and I was terrified because I had, like, stayed off the internet. I had avoided everything. Mm-hmm. But I knew there were some, like, assholes at school who were going to try to spoil it or, like, yeah. who had seen it and were going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And I all, like, it almost happened a couple times. And I felt like I was, like, hyper aware of everyone talking around <laughs> me that day. <laughs> I, like, heard, like, Iron Man or something. I was, like, running away. Like, it was, it was a scary time, but yeah. I did make it through. But I remember that was, like, I was like, I'm in the home stretch, and if someone spoils this for me, I'm gonna murder them. <laughs> like, yeah. it was a scary time. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. So, um, I'll go I... on. You know, I'll I'll do my number one. But, oh boy. Uh, so, <laughs> believe it or not, my number one is Infinity War. And I thought you were just... gonna say Captain Marvel. <laughs> no, 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 definitely no. not. Uh, we we just talked about it a lot, so I'll be quick. Uh, I didn't get to see it in theaters. This was before I really watched them in theaters. Like, it kind of reminded me. <laughs> my one friend just reminded me of it. Uh, his name's Ryan. He just, you know, he just waits for them to come out. Shout That's out what Ryan. I too. Shout out to Ryan. Um, and I just, uh, I really just, you know, waited like a couple weeks until I could see it, like, uh, online or something like that. Like, I didn't really want to go spend money on a theater but it, it a lot of it got spoiled for me um there's a there's a meme going around our school for one of our teachers that disappeared in the beginning of the year <laughs> uh, and uh that's, that's the, a whole story will but the, that the, yeah we could do a whole episode on that but uh mm-hmm. the meme was you know him turning to dust and i remember uh seeing people's uh, in, uh, Snapchat stories of them crying after opening night. Mm-hmm. Christian might have name dropped this person, but someone mm-hmm. was very upset at the end of the movie, so that you know gave away that yeah something bad happened at the end. Matt Weiler. Uh, no, it was not that. <laughs> no. But um, he has no emotions. This whole this whole spoiler thing that you mentioned, Will. Um, it reminded me of something funny that happened once in my. Uh, in my English class, uh, so. Um, <laughs> hey, am oh I thinking of the right thing? I'm you sorry. might be. You weren't. You weren't there, but you might be what? thinking. Yeah. So yeah, just you know, since we talked about Infinity War a lot, I'm gonna go on a brief tangent here. So, one of my teachers was a big Star Wars fan. Um, okay. Her name's Miss DeFranco, right? Miss <laughs> DeFranco. She is a great teacher, you know, I miss her, but uh, one day in class, um, it was not long after opening night of uh, episode seven, I believe. Yeah, one of the lame movies, but, um, you know, in that movie, a certain Han Solo uh, gets stabbed. Uh, through the the stomach and dies and one of the students in the middle of class while talking about the movie just tells the teacher that Han Solo dies and she, <laughs> she ended up crying and oh she, got very, she got very emotional because that movie had been spoiled had been spoiled for who 
for her. And uh, she pulled up this meme of Liam, Liam Neeson uh, from Taken. And it's like, <laughs> I will find you. I will kill you. That, that one. But it was, if you spoil a movie, I will find you. And I will kill you. <laughs> and uh, she called out the, the guy that spoiled the movie and showed the meme <laughs> to him. It was a it was a whole big or- ordeal. Should be threatening to kill her. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that but, was yeah. so funny. Infinity War is my number one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's so good. It's just the culmination of everything. It's it's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. My number one is actually the first Guardians. Um, so oh, yeah. like I said, because oh, yeah, it was really the one that got me into the MCU, but. It just it just feels so different from everything. Um, <laughs> I um, I love all the sci fi aspects. I like the cool tech they use, the planets, the different types of aliens, um, the jumps, the space jumps. Yes, the space jumps. Um, Those are cool. The music, I really and the humor in it was. It's definitely different from Volume Two, and it was right up my alley. Like especially the dance off, um, the. I don't know. The, mostly the dance stuff, but I'm trying like blanking on things now. Like uh, Star Lord's dick message, um, yeah. to like the people at uh, whatever it's called. I want Xander. Xavier, Xander, <laughs> not Xavier. Um, <laughs> and it's just I don't even know how to explain. I am excited for the third one. Um, I love all the characters. I love Rocket and Gru especially. And I felt like in this yeah. one, Star-Lord was more like a... You know like how Jack Sparrow was actually kind of smart in the first Pirates? And he hit Christian it with like has acting never seen drunk. That. No, I've never You've never seen, seen Pirates of the Caribbean? I've never seen any of the Pirates. You have Disney+. Plus. Go watch. The first one is fantastic. Please go watch it. Anyway, well, in the first That's Pirates of the Caribbean, Jack Sparrow like is it, kind of this drunkard pirate, but he's actually kind of skilled and like... <laughs> is a good yeah. pirate but as the movies go on he just gets super lucky and like goofy and drunk and i feel like from guardians one to two star lord became less of a um like goofy sarcastic ish uh guy who is good at what he does to a total goofball <laughs> who i still like him but <laughs> he became kind of like not an idiot but like in infinity war everyone just kind of makes fun of him and he he yeah. has the plan to stop thanos but he's kind of like a and holding the idiot ball a little bit um, yeah like the whole scene um sorry to interrupt again but, no you're good but, but uh the whole scene i talked to christian about this i rewatched guardians one and uh like the whole like he knows like peter quill knows that he's from earth he knows he's from missouri but in endgame or infinity infinity war you know uh iron man is like where are you from? And um, like stuff like that. Like he's like, oh, it's like Doctor Strange is like, what master do you serve? And Peter Cole's like, what master? What am I supposed to say, Jesus? And Iron Man's like, you're from Earth. And Peter Cole's like, I'm not from Earth. I'm from Missouri. Like he knows he's from Earth. You know, like yeah. That... I feel like they were, yeah they really like dumbed his character down a bit, which yeah, I didn't like because didn't. I really liked how he acted in the first one where. He could come off as stupid, but he'd still beat you in the fight. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like in the, like in the very opening scene, like um, he's like, "I don't even know what this is. I'm sorry. Like, I'm just here for parts." And he's like, 
then he's like, you might know me a, another name, Star-Lord. And he, you know, he escapes, like, very skillfully, too. Like, right yeah. from yeah. the start. <laughs> yeah, but I just love the, the dynamic they all have and everything. And to... It's the one I've watched the most, I think. I've also seen it in German um, on an airplane. Guys, did you uh, know that Will is a German minor? By the way, all of the I think all the MCU movies on Disney Plus are in German, so I'm gonna have to do a wow. rewatch soon. <laughs> That's so cool. Anyway, what's your number one? What's your number one, Christian? Um. Okay, so my number one is actually Endgame. Okay. So okay. I know we've like discussed like, oh, you know, Infinity War better than Endgame or whatever in the first, and I do agree with what you said. About like the first half being kind of slow, but um, I think it was just sort of like the whole experience of seeing Endgame. Like I like I had watched all of these Marvel movies before, you know. I'd followed them. Like I saw like Civil War opening night, saw Ant Man opening night, saw Infinity War opening night, and I've like seeing Endgame just made me feel like a true Marvel fan. It's like a culmination of like everything I'd been following for like. 10 years yeah and um the situation around it also just sort of made it better so opening night was like april 26th i think and the 27th of april is my little brother's birthday so i was like i really want to see this movie so i texted my mom and i'm like i have a good idea how about we all we get tickets you know for justin and his friends to go see endgame and then I'll so I'll come and surprise him for his birthday. So Matt Weiler <clears throat> picked me up from Philadelphia, and he drove me home that day. And you know I went inside, and then like my brother was in the office or something. I just like kicked open the door. I'm like, "What's up?" So like, you know, like happy birthday. So he didn't know it was coming, Aww. and then like he knew he was seeing Endgame with his friends, but he didn't know that like i was coming and his girlfriend also surprised him so there were two surprises there so then i saw endgame with my brother his friends and then me and matt and it was just uh it was just an amazing experience again just like you know like all those like little easter eggs like there's like a reference or two to every single marvel movie and just like knowing yeah. what they're talking about just made me feel like wow i'm like a part of this like i really i'm like so invested in these movies and they're really it's like a love letter to the fans um <clears throat> i thought you know the time heist was really cool just like going back to all those like previous marvel movies again it's like you know like references stuff like that and like that final battle oh the whole final battle like the portal scene is just yes. so good just seeing all these characters come back and they're all going against Thanos and his army and then Iron Man making the last sacrifice and like stealing the Infinity Stones straight from him and then like, you know, they're at the funeral and it's really emotional. Like everyone's there and then like Captain, Captain America. Okay. So, um... And then, oh, also actually, no, like a little bit about Captain Marvel. Like I was worried that they would just like have too much of Captain Marvel I thought she had a good amount of screen time in this movie. It was enough for her. I thought that like it was good that she didn't have a big role because she was just introduced. And I'm glad it focused more on the six original Avengers. Yeah. Um, I thought Black Widow's sacrifice was... I, I didn't know that that was happening. I think I spoiled... I got spoiled that Iron Man died because someone on Twitter 
someone who I was following on Twitter retweeted her boyfriend who said, can't believe Iron Man is dead. Daniela. And then she, yeah, Daniela retweeted it. And she's like, how could you say that? Like, why would you say that? Yet she still retweeted it for everyone who was following her to see it. And then, like, I saw that, like, quickly scroll past. And I just, like, I was really upset. I just deleted Twitter <laughs> off of my phone. And but, he um, put that out opening night, too. <laughs> yeah. That uh, was terrible. Not, yeah, like, but, a week um, after. No, it was opening night. <laughs> opening night. But um, I think just, like, the experience of, like, like just seeing Endgame and the fact that it exists is just, like, so monumental yeah and it's like something that like i'm gonna remember like i found this adulthood like i remember when i saw endgame because that where was where were you effect. when endgame came out it was <laughs> in the movie theater <laughs> it was just it was like it was a really good movie it was just crazy all the build-up of like all these marvel movies and it just like you know it was just a big culmination of everything that i loved so that's why I... endgame is my number one yeah, I definitely agree. I actually found this cool fan theory um, about, you know, in Infinity War, they tried to pull the gauntlet, gauntlet <laughs> off, but, um, you know, so Tony... It's cool now, huh? Uh, no, it's not that cool. Tony talks to his dad, and his dad to- told him, you know, shake that, don't pull it. And, you know, then Tony doesn't pull the gauntlet off, he shakes the stones loose. Uh, this was just so, a post I saw on Instagram last night, and I sent it to them. And Matt and Jimmy thought it was stupid, and like whatever. <laughs> huh. <laughs> just whatever. It's fine. But, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry, though. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> no, I. Okay, it's not that bad, but I just think that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. Shake that little but... bullet. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. All right. But um, before before we continue, uh, now that we're done with the rankings, I wanted to add something um that we don't have on the topic board that sure. I think is really cool. Um, so I'm not really big into the comics or anything, but I did find a four um a four comic series that's Avengers versus JLA, uh, Justice League. You know. Oh yeah. Oh. And, and um, I think it's pretty cool. Like I, I, I lost three of them. I can't find them, but I, I have issue two out of four right here. And on the cover, you know, you see Thor fighting Superman, Batman fighting Captain America, uh, Quicksilver getting tripped up by the Flash, uh, Black Panther fighting Aquaman, uh, Green Arrow versus Hawkeye. You know, it's it's very interesting. That's cool. Another cover has Superman wielding Captain America's shield and Thor's hammer. Um, it's pretty interesting. I'm pretty sure the storyline is like uh, there were like there were two beings like that overwatched both collective universes, and they wanted to put. Um, these heroes against each other <laughs> competition to save their respective universe. Uh, so they all had to, um, they all had to like collect like these mythical objects like that's rev- re- relevant in each um, comic book series like DC and Marvel. 
and whoever collected the most would save their respective universe. So that's why they pinned each other against each other to try to save their universe. But then at the end, they realize they're better fighting together against the beings instead of fighting against each other to doom, you know, one universe or the other. Which uh, I'm pretty sure what happens is uh, Odin or something lifts the lifts the uh what's it called the thing on thor's hammer what's it called the um what like his strap no like he like the spell the spell like he lifts he lifts the spell for superman to allow him to lift it and then he wasn't oh. able to lift it sorry words <laughs> Uh yeah, Odin just came in and picked up the strap of the hammer. It was very exciting. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no it, it's interesting, and I think you guys should check it out if you have the chance. Yeah, yeah, that sounds Definitely. pretty interesting. Although I'm not really a big DC fan. I know, I know. But yeah, I, it's something mm-hmm. to look at. So yeah. let's. Uh, are you guys okay with going over? I know it's over an hour. Yeah. yeah, let's, let's okay, make a two-hour show. I don't know about okay. I don't know about two no, hours, we can, but like, we can, like have <laughs> like a list, couple, couple more things to talk about, but like not maybe not too long. Um, uh, we should have split it into two parts and released another episode <laughs> next week. Um, right, uh, what's list. up? Let's see. We we can talk about favorite characters, predicting the future. Why don't we talk about some of the upcoming stuff? What okay. are you expecting? I know. Oh, I, I, I do want to mention this. I know, Jimmy, you are not really a big fan of the uh, Black Widow movie coming out. So, uh, what yeah, you I already, that? I, I already don't like it. Um, <laughs> just based on the trailer and everything, it just doesn't look exciting to me. Uh, you know, you get to see out of shape Russian Captain America. Uh, <laughs> We already got to see out of shape Thor. Like, do we really want to see a knockoff out of shape character? Like, it doesn't seem that exciting to me. Um, I yeah, I'm but, like I'm I, more excited for the future, like beyond this year. But yeah, go ahead. Um, so I saw the I remember seeing the first trailer, and I really I wasn't super <laughs> blown away by it. But also, <laughs> I had just like my Marvel uh burnout had kind of just started i'm kind of coming <laughs> off that now like i'm ready to start watching the, the movies again but for a while after endgame i was really burnt out on marvel um uh and so like i saw this trailer and there's a lot of it that seems kind of generic there's a lot of lines where black widow's like i need to find out my past and like uh like everything's changed like stuff like that which like you hear in every like action movie thing yeah and some of the visuals look like i'm like okay but uh i'm definitely more excited for it now i love i love david harbour so even if he's out of shape russian captain america (laughs) i'm excited to see him uh and taskmaster is a villain that i'm excited to see um especially just because like he can copy like all the moves that of any superhero so like we saw like the, anyone he studies, yeah. Yeah, like the we saw the arrow in the trailer and like some Black Panther stuff too. So, um, I hopefully like that's I, a character to keep around for more than one movie. <laughs> I hope they, um, I hope they prove me wrong. Like, you know, needless to say, I, I hope yeah, they do. I get that. I mean, I'm 
looking forward to it. Like in just I've I've liked how Black Widow's character has kind of become in throughout like the progression of these movies. So I'm interested to seeing what sh- what it'll be like. I think it's a little strange that they're doing it now after she yeah. died, even though like it's in the past or whatever. Like that's it's fine, but like I think if they did this earlier, it probably like if they release this like right after Civil War, which is when it takes place. I think I would be a little more excited for it, but I'm still excited for it. Like it's a Marvel movie. It's the first Marvel movie after Endgame, or no, after Far From Home. So, um, like, I'm I'm excited for it, but we'll we'll see. So how about I agree Falcon? with like mm-hmm. a Falcon and the Witch? Uh, the the TV shows I'm very excited for. I'm very yeah, excited yeah, for me too. Falcon and the Winter I'm, Soldier. Even um, like I'm even excited for the WandaVision one, even though it looks weird. I hate the title, but I'm very excited about the concept. Yeah, I'm, I think, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I think it's gonna be interesting. I remember when I first heard it announced. I'm really not a big fan of Wanda or Vision. <laughs> um, I, I so, hate Vision so much. So when I I've I've grown more on Vision, but Wanda she's kind of boring to me. Um, but there's it's okay. I remember when I heard about what it was, I was like, okay, like this sounds interesting, I guess, but I don't know what to think. And then I saw that Super Bowl commercial with some clips from it, and I immediately was sold for some like. I just already love the style that they're going with that, and I'm excited to see. Um, I think I don't know if they said or if people have just been theorizing that like it's gonna play. She's gonna have some like breakdown that's gonna require Doctor Strange to come in, and that's gonna yeah, lead into the next like, Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, the one mission cool is gonna directly lead into Multiverse of Madness, which I'm very excited for as well. Uh, yeah. yeah, and apparently. Apparently Loki is also going to in some way lead into Doctor Strange. That makes so sense. I think I think Multiverse of Madness is going to have Doctor Strange, Wanda and Loki, which is going to be a very interesting team up, I think. I'm interested oh, to see that. like how the Loki TV series is going to play because yeah. we've <laughs> seen Loki die so many times already. Um, yeah. So it's kind of just like a running gag in the MCU at this point like <laughs> mm-hmm. like oh guys another movie like loki's gonna die it's gonna be the best you know like he's died in almost every movie he's been in so far it'll be weird because this is 2012 loki who hasn't had any of the character development of the past six years or whatever apparently what i heard is that the loki tv show is going to be about loki figuring out his identity like who he really is like is he a good guy or a bad guy i guess that'd be cool is this is this the real loki or is this the loki that escaped in endgame in an ultimate that's, time that's what it is it's, it's the, the one who escaped it's the 2012 avengers loki okay but it's so it's him after he escapes in an alternate timeline yes he was yes. when so, he teleports away with the space stone that's okay so in the real timeline he's dead yes, yes loki is dead in this real timeline no resurrections this time <laughs> exactly. Um, another thing I'm excited for <clears throat> is uh, Spider-Man Three, which yeah. I have heard some rumors about. I I think the biggest rumor is that Matt Murdock, aka Daredevil, is going to show up as Peter Parker's lawyer to sort of help him, you know, with his identity. That means I I'm finally very excited for that. Daredevil. <laughs> yes, you have time now. I've seen the first I think because I'm a huge fan of Daredevil and most of those Netflix shows, and 
they they say that like Charlie Cox, who played uh, Daredevil in the Netflix show, is going to return, and I'm very excited for that. Um, I really hope it's true. I think it fits well. They're also saying like either Daredevil or She-Hulk, but now that She-Hulk, because She-Hulk is also a lawyer, but now that she is getting her own show, maybe not. Everyone's a lawyer. And additionally, another rumor is that um, for She-Hulk, it's either going to be Alison Brie or an Alison Brie type, which I'm very much hoping for Alison Brie. I think she would do a great job. Um, yeah. And there will be another community star in the MCU. We're just I, um... waiting on a on uh jeff <laughs> i'm in well he was in spider-man too but um oh yeah I don't i'm know. interested in seeing because the miss marvel show um that's gonna come she's an inhuman and uh inhumans Who? have been covered in agents of shield so i'm interested to see oh miss marvel yeah how they handle that i think they're probably just gonna say agents of shield isn't canon anymore which but i i really hope that they like bring bring daisy in that in some so fashion cool. Um, or Fitzsimmons, at least. Oh um, my god, favorite characters. Please. Love, them. but um, yeah. So there's also what Moon Knight, um, Moon Knight, um, Blade movie. That's a movie though. Um, oh, Blade looks interesting. Um, what else? Eternals, Eternals, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision. What other shows are there? I, I've heard what Thunder. Thor four. That'll be interesting seeing Jane come back as like Lady Thor or whatever. Yeah, no, that'll yeah. be interesting. I actually have like an interesting theory about that one. All right, let's hear it. Um, I sent it to you a while ago. I I don't really remember exactly what I was saying. Let's keep stalling until I find it. Well, I remember. I know in the original like story, it's like she has cancer or something. And... Yeah, so it was something along that. Like, um, I was saying that. Uh, like Thor, like he's gonna give up his powers to save her, and uh, I just forget how exactly I said it. I don't know. Um, well, if you want us to stall for a little bit, um, I've heard whispers of maybe a Spider-Man Disney Plus show, which I think would be, be cool. interesting. Um, so that could like focus on like a couple little adventures, but um. That would and that would be like another opportunity for um, uh, Spider-Man and Daredevil to team up, and I would love to see Kingpin in um the MCU. Like you know, they had Kingpin in the Spider-Man PS4 game. Yeah. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio played him in Daredevil. Absolutely fantastic. Honestly, like I think Kingpin is like one of my favorite on-screen Marvel villains of the entire MCU. If they bring like him in, he, he has to be the massive one from Spider-Verse, where you like <laughs> can't even fit in a building. Or... <laughs> Yeah, but um, like I, like I think Kingpin is primarily a Spider-Man villain, so I think it would make sense to put him in, and it would be a good opportunity for Daredevil and Spider-Man to team up. But if they do Kingpin, it's got to be Vincent D'Onofrio. I think he was, he was so so amazing in this show. Um, I've also heard like, I've I've heard like a lot of things about Spider-Man Three that like maybe to do some investigating would be Jessica Jones, who was also in the the um netflix series so i've heard like lots of things like the spider-man 3 being like a good opportunity for like a lot of crossover between the tv shows hmm. which i hope to do more of like more and like that they are going to do that with like the disney plus shows like more crossover between the movies and the tv shows kind of like star wars does 
And I know Shield is doing a <clears throat> crossover with Agent Carter this season. Oh yeah. So you gotta watch it, Christian. I do have to watch Agent Carter, and now I can because it's on Disney Plus, right? Yes, it's very short. I, yes, I found the uh, I found the clip here or the segment that I wrote. All right, um, let's, let's I'll just it. read it verbatim uh, from my text mm-hmm. messages. I, I said to Christian, uh, "Here are my two predictions. First, Guardians of the Galaxy will be in the movie as a bridge to Guardians Three, but Thor will not be featured in Guardians Three due to his death in Thor Four. Oh um, no. <laughs> <laughs> they might try um and then uh i said they might try to play around the storyline i believe there was in the comics where female thor had cancer and the powers of thor healed her so to combine the theories my overall theory would be that thor won't be in guardians 3 because he gives up his powers and his life to save natalie portman making her the female thor I don't, be... I don't know how I feel about that, but I think it'll be cool because Jane has been a character who they just kind of tossed away. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, having I mean... her actually come back with consequences would be interesting. Yeah, I'm very excited to see what like Taika Waititi does with um, Jane Foster. Can they just and, like, like cut down the jokes a little bit? It was too much in Ragnarok. <laughs> I think, yeah, maybe, like, that's why Ragnarok's not in my top five because it was just yeah, there's way too much. It's a really good car. movie, but like. Way too much Sakaar, not enough Asgard, you know? I get that, in yeah. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, uh, do we have anything else? Just real quick, maybe I'll, like wrapping up? I'll talk about like a couple of the things I've seen. We don't have to do our own fan cast, but there's been some recent people who have been putting out who they want to play characters who are not yet in the MCU, specifically like <laughs> Fantastic Four and X-Men, because oh, yes. they can be now. Yes. I feel like the... The big Fantastic Four um, casts have been like John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic, Emily yeah. Blunt as Sue Storm. Which, I support that so. Uh, I don't know if I see it. John, I, I don't know if I see John Krasinski as like nerdy enough or scientific enough. I think, for, yeah. I think you could totally do that. I, I forget who I I've wanted to like, see, but I, I've seen I told like Christian Legends. a while ago. My bad, my bad. <laughs> no, you can't. But um, yeah, I. Like, I, I yeah. <laughs> oh my god go ahead jimmy <laughs> I, was gonna, I was gonna say i told christian a while ago i didn't think john krasinski would be good for mr fantastic but i forget who i suggested instead get but, the guy from the first one he was pretty good like the actual like the original uh, fantastic uh, he wasn't that bad this one, there's this know. one guy that played human torch that was really good um his name <laughs> what's his name uh Chris like christopher Evans. or something yeah, Chris Evans. Oh, no, nah, I don't think good... he'd be good. Oh, he was the guy from Knives Out. Yeah. No, he's from Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Um, I, I think a lot of people have been fan casting like Zac Efron or oh, I've seen that. people yeah, are like Dacre Montgomery's Human Torch. I think it should be someone younger. I think it should be someone closer to Tom Holland's age because in the mm-hmm. comics, Human Torch and Spider-Man are like pretty good friends. Yeah. Um, And I'd like to see that kind of like banter. Like if they made him like college aged. Like RH, so I mean, you... cast me. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I think he could be like a little older than Tom Holland. If Tom Holland is like twenty something and he's playing like a high schooler, then we could have like maybe like late twenties, early thirties playing like a little older. Or you could just have someone who's the actual age play an actual age, like have like a twenty-four <laughs> year old play a college student or something. That mm-hmm. would work. Um, oh, um, that reminds me of something. Um, 
you know, me and my friend Anthony, we could have been in Spider-Man Homecoming. Really? Um, so there was like this casting call for like extras that are like high school age. And we were like, we're high school age. So we were going to like, but it, they were like filming in Atlanta. And we had this plan. Like my cousin lives in Tennessee and it was like pretty close to Atlanta. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go live with my cousin for the summer. And then we're going to like, you know, commute to Atlanta every day to go film Spider-Man. And so I was like, oh, I want to do that. Obviously, my parents shot the idea down. But, it's no um, Brennel floss. I could have been in Spider-Man Homecoming. You could have. That's cool. And then though. I was like, you know, they see how good of an actor I am, and then they cast me in the MCU. No, so. that's okay. It doesn't <laughs> work like that. <laughs> then Who they cast you like, as, oh, Christian? I'm curious. It would make me uh, Harry Osborn, obviously. Harry Osborn. I'd be Spider-Man's best friend. Um, but I know some people said David Harbour is the thing, but obviously that's not going to happen. Well, yeah, no, and, except they have been double casting people in the MCU. Yeah, Gemma Chan is going to be in Eternals, and she was already in Captain Marvel. Um, Captain Marvel is a good movie. It is. Uh, it's uh, fine. Some, some people want Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I not see that. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't I've even... seen like I've seen Tom Hardy, which makes a little more sense, I think. No, but he's got to be Venom in the MCU. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, um, yeah. And I don't know who I would see as Wolverine, though. Like, he's such a... I've seen, like, Keanu Reeves, but I've heard rumors uh, that Keanu Reeves might be the Silver Surfer. That would be cooler, yeah. Interesting, cool. yeah. And then, like, Doctor Doom... Uh... I think Michael Fassbender. Actually, here, you know what? I want to pull this up. So, me and Matt... I know it was me and Anthony um, started fan casting our own Fantastic Four movie, and we had an idea of what you know it would be, and so as like a fan cast and some characters. So Fantastic um, Four, Fantastic Four. <laughs> so here's what I got. Um, it's the setup. Reed Richards and Norman Osborn are fighting over ownership of Stark Tower. There's a newspaper blurb or something in Far From Home. This was before Far From Home came out and we said oh this is it's going to set up like in far from home like oh stark tower is being sold and it's like reed richards and norman osborne are fighting for it so here's our main cast we had um reed richards as john krasinski and invisible woman emily blunt we put zach efron for human torch and uh david harbour as the thing we said victor von doom would be michael fassbender because i thought he did a good job playing uh magneto so he could be a good villain uh we threw nick fear and maria hill in there we said Herbie. Do you know who Herbie is? Like a little um, yeah. robot. So I put uh, Tara Strong as the voice. She voiced uh, Herbie in like one of the cartoons. Uh, we had Namor being um, set up in the post credit scene as o- Oscar Isaac. And then we have okay. Alicia Masters, who is um, Ben Grimm's blind girlfriend. We put Alison Brie. So this is like the main plot would be post-Endgame world where everyone's back. S.H.I.E.L.D. is investigating after... Th- investigating space after thanos and all the other alien invasions to a see what else is out there and b investigate more tears in our reality big energy surge and teams said to investigate that's the fantastic four and doom that's how they receive their powers shield wants them to hide their powers to avoid trouble with the government and the sokovia accords crazy doom wants to show the world what he can do the government can't tell him what to do because he thinks he's better than everyone that's really all we had so like doom and the fantastic four would have been friends but then Doom would have been like this sort of like cocky shield agent, like, oh, you know, I'm 
I could do so much more than just salt you know this so then he signs up to be in this exploration this space exploration project to go investigate like a big energy search and that's when they all get their powers and then he kind of goes crazy because he's like now i can do more and i'm going to show the world what i can do but the rest of the fantastic Four they're like oh we have to hide our powers because the sokovia Accords or whatever i'm pretty so sure that was this was, we well, wrote this like a while ago. Okay, I my idea. I feel like Doom would come from Sokovia, and like yeah. Latveria would be like fallen Sokovia. Um, but uh, I forget. That'd be interesting. Like he builds Latveria out of the ruins of Sokovia. Yeah, so I, he's I got like some beef against people, I guess. But um, I was gonna say like I don't know if I would want Doom in the first movie. Like I feel like you could you could get away I, with yeah. the four getting their powers and then finding namor and then he becomes like something they have to deal with yeah um <clears throat> and then they like I don't know, tease though. doom at the end yeah exactly um but i don't know but apparently mm. they might go to the thing where they're like coming from the 60s which i don't I, like. I like that i think that would be interesting uh i don't know but we'll see i don't know whatever <clears throat> i think that's about all i have though yeah um i say we could just wrap it up uh, oh, long so uh i would like to end uh with sure. a... no so as oh. you know we are uh not we are no longer live on well and christian in the morning but we do have yes we do have quite a few of viewers uh and i would like to tell those viewers that we're doing a giveaway here at will and christian in the morning we are um, now yes. <laughs> We are giving away a free car for anyone who could solve this riddle. A cowboy rides into town on Friday, stays for three days, and leaves on Friday. For anyone who answers, they get a free car, uh, courtesy of Will and Christian from the morning show. From the morning show. There you have Um, it, folks. All right. So you better listen in and get your free car. Yeah, uh, we're not sure what kind yet, but... um, We'll announce the winner on the next episode, so you got to listen all the way through. Yeah, DM the Instagram account. DM the Instagram (laughs) All right, so that's going to be it for today. James the Berg, I think it was pretty iconic for you to finally... Thank you for joining us. Thanks for coming. For our longest episode yet. Um, Yeah. A special occasion, of course. Very fitting. Our favorite, our number one fan is here, so it had to be. Mm -hmm. Um, Stay tuned for part two. There's yeah. no part two. <laughs> there will be a part two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, All right. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank yep. you, James, for joining thank us you. today. I appreciate and, it. Yeah, of course. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.